whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Hey everybody, welcome to You Have to Watch This Podcast. I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. And I'm Devin. And today we're going to talk about Avengers Endgame. And we're going to start off the podcast without getting into spoilers. So if you have not seen the, the movie yet, you'll be good until we tell you so. Oh my God, Devin, that's beautiful. Devin, <laughs> I have a poster. Devin, Devin got a poster. Was that from... I got a poster. Did you go opening night? Uh, no, I went Friday night, but they were just handing these posters out and it was nice. Nice. Did uh, yeah. Romana get one too, or did you guys just get? Yeah. One? Oh, we both have one. We have two. We don't need two. We have two. Are you? Ha- do you both have the same one? Because I know there's another one with. Yeah, it's just the same one, which oh. kind of sucks. It's all the people that are still alive, and the Hulk and the Hulkbuster, or Bruce Banner and the Hulkbuster armor. Okay. Which we better talk about. Yeah. All right. So you saw it Friday night. I did. Were you able to stay away from spoilers? Yes, I heard absolutely nothing about it. Okay. Ryan, you saw it for the first time today. We're co- recording this Sunday night. Yeah. We're missing Game of Thrones to record this. So, um, that important? Today. Did, you, yeah. did you see any spoilers? Yeah, I did. Okay. Facebook comments. No! Oh, it was man. a gif. Okay. Yeah. I that, hate that. Oh, yeah. no. We'll have to talk about what you saw. And I think yeah. you told me something else you saw. A picture of spoilers out of context. It was the one that I sent you guys yeah. that had like all the different things. Like yeah. I saw that like Friday night. And they, it, they do that a lot with these movies, and I'm okay with that. Like, it's fun to see afterwards because, like, oh, yeah, that, that, that's cool because I, I get those references. Now. Yeah, as long as it's done yeah. right. Yeah, as long as it's yeah. vague enough. I saw one that was different than the one you sent us, but yeah. it was it was still like the same things. Yeah, uh, and we'll get into. Did you that. see it before or after? What did you see that? Did Alan see that thing? Did Alan see that thing before or after? You oh, said I, you saw something like Ryan's. I, I, I've seen that before. I saw it after. I was on Got internet okay. lockdown. I saw this Saturday and Sunday. I saw it twice. So Got it. <laughs> did it for the podcast. But <laughs> no, I was able to avoid most spoilers. I heard a weird one and I knew some stuff from like marketing stuff. So interesting yeah, we'll, we'll get into that so without getting okay, into too many without getting into any spoilers ryan what did you think of avengers endgame in general of just the avengers films that i've seen mm-hmm. it's my second favorite one what's the first favorite infinity war okay i still really love the set like i love the setup for endgame more than endgame itself but okay. Endgame is amazing. Like, duh, like nothing against it. It's just I love the setup for end for Endgame. Okay, uh, Devin, what did you think? I don't say this a lot about a lot of my nerdy things. Typically, when I'm uh, excited about something nerdy, it's something I have to keep kind of to myself. This movie made me very happy to have stuck with this thing for so long, and for that reason, I loved everything about it because it was, it was. I loved it. Yeah. It could the p- argument could be made that this is fan service the movie, but it's not really <laughs> fan service. It's it's a it's a thank you note for sticking with these movies for ten years. Because uh, and that's what I think it was. Because this was such a weird project that shouldn't have worked. Yeah, there's yeah. so much payoff in this. Um, 
I really enjoyed it. It mixes two of my favorite genres of film, which we'll get into, and I can't say it in the in the non-spoiler section, but it mixes two of my favorite elements of movies. Um and I really think that everyone here was just giving it their all. And I agree. Um, it showed. Th- it really did. And they did a wonderful job of marketing this movie without giving out a lot of spoilers. Because I realized, I think some of the shots we saw and some of the marketing were from like the end. But like you had no idea. Yeah, exactly. Because um, there was some stuff uh, with like Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor in that last trailer that they released on Ticket Sales Day. That is the climax of the film, but it's in the trailer. And I, I'm kind of annoyed that they did that because it what they did make the point of saying everything that in the marketing is going to be from the first 20 minutes of the movie. Yep. And most of it was because they do things that they couldn't spoil. So, yeah, um, they also, I think, did a little bit of tricky marketing as is their milieu. Yes, uh, that shot of Black Widow. I mean, this is a slight spoiler, but the shot of her shooting the gun at the target at the Avengers complex is not in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, good for them. I mean, I'm okay, yeah. with, I'm okay with stuff like that. It gets you into the feeling without ruining anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it builds the hype. Um, exactly. Especially when it goes along with the music and the editing. Yeah. With her, yes. with her shooting the gun, like it, it perfectly lined up with like the beat of the music they picked for the trailer. Yeah. Um, so this movie was three hours long. How did you guys feel about that runtime? Did you guys make it? Did you go to the bathroom at all? Or <laughs> I made it. It didn't feel like three hours. It went by like that. Okay. Ryan? Okay. For me, even though like I really like the movie, to me it felt long. Okay. But at the same time, there's no way to do a storyline like this without having it being long. So yeah. even though it felt long, I was fine with it. Um as somebody with, uh, I know I didn't, re- I've, I've never really gotten into this with the podcast, with, but with some health issues that I have, this reached the limit for me. Like, it, it seriously did. Like, I was in some pain towards the end. So, I mean, but it, I loved it. It was worth it. So, I yeah. know the theater you went to had really bad seats. So, how was I, that? Oh, no. okay. okay. So, the seats are just old movie seats. That wasn't the problem. <laughs> from your point of view of Mr. It needs to be a lazy boy chair. <laughs> it doesn't need to be. I've, doesn't... Gone, I've gone to Hagerstown, which doesn't have those. So. Yeah, I know, but those are more modern, like yeah. non-lazy boy seats. Like Those are from the last 20 years. The yeah. ones in Chambersburg are at least 30 years old. Meh. I'm 30 <laughs> years old myself, so, you know, I, I can connect with the seat. <laughs> yeah, but I do them. <laughs> it's a weird thing to have a connection to. Um, I think it's sweet. Yeah, I, w- I went with my father-in-law and my wife yesterday, and we were kind of treating the first showing as surgery, yeah. where we kind of kind of cut ourselves off from food and drink until after the movie, <laughs> just so we didn't have to <laughs> get up. Like no, it was. Yeah, no, th- that's what I did. I think. Uh, let's see, the movie started at noon. Uh, noon. I got up at like I f- I finally got up out of bed at nine. And I had I had breakfast and I didn't drink or eat anything up until then. Yeah. And when I got to the movie theater, I got like a box of candy and like a medium soda, which I only took like two sips out of. Like, well, that oh, wow. and I decided to get Diet Coke raspberry and that just eh, no, don't I don't recommend it as somebody who <laughs> likes Diet Coke and raspberry. 
No. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I've had the regular Coke raspberry, and I feel like that's good. I love those freestyle. Oh, Coke same machines. here. Yeah. Um. All right. Were you guys' theaters full? Because this movie made all the money. <laughs> all Mine was the completely money. full. Yeah, I was in this gigantic. I saw it in IMAX 3D. Oh. And it was just just gigantic friggin' theater that was like, I mean, I think like the seat next to me was empty, but like aside from that, like, it was packed. Okay, and Mr. it was like LA two o'clock on a Friday. 3D IMAX on every movie we ask oh. him about. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I just get it for free because the AMC thing. <laughs> I, I just found an AMC gift card, so I might be uh, using that up. Maybe, oh I, I shit! Might, I might see if I can use that for a month of that AMC stubs thing. That would be really cool. I love so. it. Okay, so Chambersburg was full. I've never yeah. seen that movie theater full before, and it was packed. Carlisle, <laughs> Carlisle had notes on the door saying that they were sold out of all showings. And Holy yet, cow! Yesterday they had a sign that said there are select front row seats available, and those front rows suck because we saw Rogue One in the front row. Yeah, because we, we were stupid and young and naive. Um, <laughs> but I was in the third row, and that was that was like just the limit of too like almost too close but it was fine because you once you recline you get the whole screen you don't have to turn your neck at all yeah it, it was it was fine because we were like dead center but that those first rows were just bad and then today they were completely sold out yeah so wow um all right anything else that we can talk about non-spoiler can we talk about parts in the trailers sure okay there's a scene in the trailer where tony stark is talking to Skullhead, or to like hit not Skullhead to his helmet. his helmet, and he's giving that recording to Pepper Potts. Okay, I'm not, I'm not usually like a guy that needs to see things IMAX 3D. I think that it's neat. I don't think it ever really adds much to a movie that's done well. That scene made me go, like it made me go, oh my god, because there was a shot where you pulled out, and it felt so lonely for Tony in that moment, and that was one of the things that I wasn't sure if it was because of the medium I saw it on. Or because it was just such a well-done shot where, like, you saw space in the background. It looked vast. It looked huge. You saw him so alone, like, in the foreground. And it was such a well-composed shot. Did you guys have the same effect? Or was it because I saw the movie IMAX 3D and suck? Um, I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, I definitely feel like that. Okay. But I'm sure that the impact in IMAX was even more mm-hmm. for just for, yeah. just because of that. They shot this whole thing on IMAX. So I'm oh, sure wow. there's moments that you got to see a lot more than we did. Um, yeah, because I mean that like that that, that that window he has out until space was literally floor to ceiling, like, yeah. and it it looked so cool. And, but I didn't know if that was just like I suck and was like little IMAX, I, I think, <laughs> or if it was I, normal. I know I've seen I saw like the first Guardians in 3D, and I know the space stuff looked beautiful in that 3D. So I can only imagine that the space stuff in this, yeah, how many years later looked even better. So yeah, because I, I saw Guardians too in IMAX 3D. And mm-hmm. that was amazing. Oh, man. Like, I just have to say, like, the visual effect of it was amazing. So, I, so, I mean, I can only imagine how that looked when you yeah. went. All right. Um, I think that's all we can do without getting into spoilers. So, on that note... We're in the end game now. Okay. We're so, taking a moment here. Yeah, we're taking <laughs> we got a, a lot. Right, okay, this is, this is what I'm going to say. Uh, I, I hinted at before that this movie mixes two of my favorite genres of film. Yep. And when I say genres, I guess I mean subgenres. This movie <laughs> took the superhero genre and took characters that I love 
and made a time travel movie. And I am so fucking happy that they did that <laughs> and they did it well. Yes. And my favorite part of this that I want to say is that they literally sat down and they went time travel, like back to the future. No, not like back to the future, like this movie. No, not like this movie. So anyone who had any question about, well, technically if they met each other in the past and it would make a hole in the space time continuum because they said it in back to the future, they nipped it in the bud and they went, no, it's not like that movie you're thinking of. It's like this movie. This is how we're doing it. Well, yeah. not just that they based it on actual like quantum physics theory. Mm-hmm. which is right. great because this whole superhero thing is complete science fiction and they actually brought in real scientific theory into it. Now it's quantum. So it's basically up to people's opinion, but there are people out there that actually have like studied this stuff. So, but yeah. that's from what I've heard. Like they actually went off of like theory on it. Yeah. They're, they're really so, smart cool. about the science yeah. stuff when it comes to these kinds of things. Like a lot of the stuff that banner and Stark talk about are real things. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. But, okay, so not only is it a time travel movie, that we also have a five-year time jump. How did you guys feel about that when that popped up on the screen? I have a lot of questions. Okay, so first, my whole theater went, whoa. Like, me included. (laughs) Like, holy shit. I have a lot of questions about this that I feel like aren't good for now, but will definitely have to to happen later. We'll get into those questions at the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, pretty much the movie picks up where, about, what, a month and a half after Infinity War... Like, Something like, that. like yeah. Captain Marvel comes in, saves Tony, like in the first five minutes. Um, they they, yeah. they pretty much don't waste any time. They're just like they're like the screenwriters like Brand Stark on Game of Thrones. This he's like, cut the bullshit. We need we just need to get we need to get this thing moving. Yeah, yes, because uh, the ice cream is coming. Um, hold on, did they digitally alter Tony in the trailer to not look as gaunt and, and they had like, to? I. Because he he did not look that bad. He no. looked horrible. I was shocked by him in the movie. I was too. He yeah. looked so dehydrated and sick and frail, which is what I liked because that's exactly what he would look like. I it, mean, to yes. Me, I mean, th- 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 that it, he'd be malnourished. He would be thin. He mm-hmm. would look like a walking corpse, and that's exactly what. Like, they and made like him. when he fights with Cap, when they get back to the compound, it's like so painful to see because he you can just see this man who's usually strong and the arrogant one and he's just weak and at the yeah. end of his rope and just fed up with cap and like, well, and that's such a good scene because like it wasn't like civil war didn't happen then yeah because for the longest time it's like i guess we're forgetting civil war now i guess none of that mattered and now it did no yeah. it that that was very like from the get-go i was like oh man this is in which that built up like that built up his character for me for something that i'll explain later yeah in the podcast but if it wasn't for that moment I don't think that I would have reacted the way I did later in the film, which yeah. we'll get to. Okay. Um, so we're going to, br- in a in a bit, we're going to break this down into characters. Good. Um, Cause there's so many to talk about. Yeah, and I want to have um, my thoughts. Yeah. And there's a few that we're not going to get, get, spend too much time on like Rudy, because he's just kind of there. Um, but there is one thing that I do want to throw out. Um, there were some cameos that I want to mention. Um, and two of them take place in the before they t- put their plan into motion. So Joe and Anthony Russo were directors on the TV show Community, okay. and they since they started directing these movies, they tried to sneak in a Community actor into each one. Devin, are you still there? You look frozen to us. That's not a yeah no nobody smiles yeah. like that for that long period of time. Yeah, we lost him. Uh... So the Russo brothers also directed. A lot of sitcoms, 
before they started doing these Marvel things. So they worked on Arrested Development. They worked on Community. They and yeah. They've been putting actors from Community in all of their movies. Um, Danny Pretty was in did. Winter Soldier. Uh, Jim Rush was in Civil War. They had two in this one because I don't think they had anyone in Infinity War that I can remember. So they made up for mm-hmm. it here. Um, and the first one was Ken Jeong is a security guard in San Francisco, which I loved I, it. Like he's wearing a security guard costume and the mustache. Reading yeah. the book. Oh. Like it was, it was great to see him. Cause I was like, I hope they get that cameo in. And then not necessarily a community actor, but Joe Russo's in this again. He's also in all of their movies. <laughs> um, really? Where is he? He, when caps in the support group, he's the one who's talking about his date. Oh, that was him? That's Joe Russo. Which I love wow. that, by the way. Yeah, I love that, that scene. That, and that scene has a lot like bigger implications for the future of this universe than I think is noticeable. Because he's talking about this is a gay man talking about his date. Which yeah. that that's kind of a big deal for Disney and Marvel to be just putting a gay relationship out mm-hmm. there. Like it, it's tiny I'm glad yeah. they did. in the overall scheme of things, but good for them. Like yeah. I I'm like that's totally awesome of them well that and that also like the depiction of captain america that has always been there like that follows through with him too the fact that it's captain america what he represents throwing a support group and there's a gay man openly talking about a date that he was on and then you know and then captain america asks, well is there going to be a second date and he said yes and he's like well that's great that's awesome. Yeah. You have to put yourself out there. It was just like, it was yeah. just a normal conversation, which is we're finally there. We're getting there yeah. for yeah. like, you know, like just mainstream media. And this I, is, and huge. I think going into phase four, there's a lot they can do with that. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. There is. Yeah. Um, okay. So getting into the characters, uh, we're going to take yeah. this bit by bit uh, and talk about the characters. And then we're going to get into some of the missions here. Um, yeah. but we're going to, we're going to start off talking about Hawkeye because I feel like he's a pivotal part of this movie. Um, yeah. to get things going. I knew from the get-go, I had a feeling from the get-go the movie was going to open with his family getting dusted. I agree. And um, I really liked how they did it. I saw it today with my brother, though, and he laughed when his family disappeared. Like, he thought it what, was so why? ridiculous. I, I don't know. He's like, I don't know why, but I, it just made me laugh because it was so ridiculous. And I was like, dude, they're oh, kids. No, like, uh, I, I, I know, but here's the thing. I kind of have to agree with him a little bit. Because the movie just starts. Yeah. Yeah. There's no fanfare. There's no nothing. It just starts. And okay, granted, he's showing his daughter how to shoot a bow and arrow. He's Hawkeye. That's, you know, you know, that's what it is. And it was just it was kind of generic, though, the way like he turns around for a split second and then everybody's gone. Like it was just that kind of like I wasn't ready to see that. And I know why they did it for like a shock value, but there wasn't any build into it. In an alternate reality, Infinity War has this original ending where Thanos snaps and then you get nothing but credits. And then this movie picks up with everyone turning the dust and then you end that montage with that scene and then go into the, the, the fanfare. I think that's I what they liked... wanted to do originally, right? Yeah. I think I would have liked that more. Or at least it would have made that scene fit a little bit better because I I know your brother was coming from for laughing at that scene. Yeah. I just I think they were smart to not do it that way because if you didn't have the snap at the end of Infinity War, how would you market this movie? Right. Like right. You, like I don't that would be so hard. You can't have them grieving. You can't like 
you can do that, but you have to like shoot fake footage of all these characters who aren't dusted yet. I think nope. I think it was very smart of them to show that dusting because that became such a big thing in pop culture. Um, yeah. Almost like the Pepsi Challenge. But it's like such a <laughs> landmark in time now that you need you needed that to sell this movie. And I think they were smart about that. I just had a flash Agreed. in my head. Now, I'm not sure if this would have been successful marketing, but it definitely would have been a an experiment um, to just have audio, have a black trailer of it just saying of just like the of of just like either the end game like symbol, either going from being really small to really big or going from really, really big down to really small to where you can read it. And all it is is audio of of like um, of Black Widow and Captain America talking about. Have we heard from the other governments? How are they doing? You know, how many are gone? And it's her going, you know, like by all appearances, it's 50%. And I'm talking about how like governments are like, you know, not really there anymore. Like just that. That's how they could have done it. Now, granted, you could only do so many trailers like that. Yeah, so that's the thing. No, I and I don't think they would. I think they need to show stuff. I think that's why we I got think this. it's too bold. Yeah. And that's why we got the Spider-Man trailer six months ago, because they need to show that because they need money <laughs> right um all right so hawkeye loses his family and then goes off and becomes a badass what did you guys think of the ronin stuff i don't know his like story arc from the comics i don't know about him becoming like ronin stuff i don't know if i understood what his thought process was i thought oh, he was I, badass I, but i didn't know if i was like my family's gone i'm gonna go fight crime i yeah, think like, his, i like, loved his I, I loved it. His thought process, from what I understand, was my family, my children, my wife, who are all innocents, died. These criminals and crime families and drug dealers, you lived. You deserve to die. You got they got Thanos. You get me. Like that's his thought process. And that's why I he's like going that. OK. And, and killing and, people. And, I, yeah, and you know no, what? In all fairness, I think they did say that. I think I'm just an idiot and missed it. That's all right. That's exactly. That's all right. I missed a big thing later because I was like, wait, did what happened to him at the end? Uh, I, I couldn't remember a big thing. And I'll get into that later. Yeah. So, what were you going to say, Ryan? That's ex they did explain that in the movie. That's exactly what it yeah. was, um, because yeah. they even allude to that when Black Widow finds him. She asks him, you know, like, basically, why are you doing this? And he said, because it's not fair. Like, that's yeah. Yeah, th 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 that's exactly what and it I, was. I love the moment when she comes to find him. Where she's like, there's a chance. He's like, don't you give me hope? And she yeah. says, I wish I could have given it to you sooner. And then he's yeah. like instantly on board. Like even Tony, it took some convincing to get him on yeah. board with the plan. But just a little glimmer of hope, and he he was on board. Because he's that's on. what he wanted the entire time. Yeah, and this is the yeah. this is the best Hawkeye we've had in a movie since the first Avengers. Like I really like Hawkeye in this. I agree. Because he's they, really cool. Like I and I think. This movie also does a good job of kind of redeeming some of the, the lesser favorable films like Age of Ultron, because without Age of Ultron, his story arc in this doesn't really work. It's true, though. And we'll get into another one that they kind of redeem later on. Um, OK, so moving on from Hawkeye, let's talk mm -hmm. about Ant-Man. How do you guys think he fit in with the Avengers and the tone of this movie? I thought it was perfect. Okay. I really did. I loved his, yeah. I loved his scene right away where he went to go see his daughter and that his daughter wasn't gone. And uh, that like, that almost made me start crying. Right that away. was the, that was the best acting I've seen in from Paul Rudd in one of these. 
Like that was just <laughs> like I love well, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is Paul Rudd, but that was the first time I was like, oh damn, he's actually like like that like that did get me like when he sees his yeah. name and he just ditches everything and goes see, to his see, daughter. See, that's why I like Paul Rudd and why I like him as an actor so much and why my wife and I like him as an actor so much because I have seen him do that before. Yeah. And that's I'm what saying he's that's capable the first, of. That's the first time I've seen oh, him do it in, in the Marvel this, movies. This world, yes. yeah. yeah. And it was just that scene when he's looking for the names and he sees his own. And I just, I had a feeling I knew exactly what he was trying to do. And <laughs> it was just as soon as, like, as soon as you see her, the first thing I thought was, oh my God, it's a different person. You know, somebody's living in that house because they needed somewhere to live. And then when, when she got closer to the door, it was like, oh no, that's his kid. Five years later. Yeah, five years later. Yeah. Yeah. Which I love that jump. I love the five year thing. Like as soon as it yeah. happened, and to me personally, when they showed City Field, I'm not a Mets fan, but when they showed City Field like in Tathers, like to me, that's the downfall of society. That recreational sport watching is no longer a yeah. thing. If you're yeah, like it, even if you watch like the leftovers on HBO, yeah, two, like that follows a similar concept but in that only two percent of the population goes away yeah. and it's devastating yeah here you have 50 percent, and yeah. it's like e- so much worse oh yeah job like it um, seems like all of civilization just halts yeah. and i i liked like the little nod of like it like thanos plan kind of worked because there are whales in the hudson now like yeah. i like like that they put that like don't yeah. you try to make this better he's like sorry force a habit like that's right. completely mm-hmm. Captain America. Um, so I really like that Ant-Man was kind of the key to this whole thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know how Edgar Wright would feel about that, considering he didn't want Ant-Man to tie into any of this stuff, but he's gone. So why didn't he? Oh, that's why he left Ant-Man. Uh, they wanted to throw in that. He goes to the Avengers complex scene to tie it into civil war. And he's like, uh, no, this is my baby. I've been working on this for years i'm not putting this scene in so he just wasn't on board with the whole synergy thing got it was okay so i've heard this comment or this thing before in relation to ant-man was the rat walking over the machine to let him out too ironic too coincidental too happenstance for how well this movie intentionally does everything else it to me the vans in a in a in a storage unit for five years eventually something's going to walk on those controls whether it be a mouse or a rat or something in the 14 million possibilities this is the one where the rat saved the day all right I can get there's also that. that too yeah yeah um oh i want to talk about that in hot minute too okay all right uh, i note about Ant man before we get off of him he has yes. my favorite line in the whole movie what's your favorite line that's america's ass oh we'll get to that well, that's Good part job, of Paul the Rudd. that's part of the the thing I sent. That was yeah. one of the things. It yeah. was a pair of hot oh, yeah. pants with an American flag yeah. on the back. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So he goes to New York with Captain America, Iron Man, and the Hulk. Let's talk about the Hulk a bit. Oh um, my God! What do we think of Hipster Hulk? That is the okay. So for okay, so I need to go off on this a little bit. That is the one part of this movie that was a tiny bit like did did um I was a tiny bit disappointed in okay to be perfectly honest because here's the thing i love i love dumb hulk for as a not a good way to explain it i love dumb hulk i like smart banner that's how that's how i like things i like kind of smart hulk 
like Hulk, that's Hulk, but like he can communicate what he's thinking and feeling, but he's not banner intelligent. Yeah. Like the whole, yeah, like the whole like 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 banner is Hulk thing. I'm not a big fan of. In fact, at the diner, I was getting scenes of uh, Attack of the Clones where we want Kenobi goes to the diner to get the information <laughs> from the. Wow, Camino, no, <laughs> exactly. I, I was getting those vibes from uh, from that scene, but. I, I did find him trying to walk through the streets of New York going smash and he smashed the cab yeah. and he threw the bike. That was funny. Yeah, he Mark <laughs> Ruffalo did a great job in this movie doing that role because it is what Banner would be like as the Hulk. Like yes. It's, oh, yeah. The only cringeworthy moment for me was in the diner when he dabbed and was yeah. like, like oh, treating. Yeah. yeah, like that was rough. Yeah. Um, But I, I, I kind of like the Hulk banner combo like it's something from the comic so it's not like out of the blue okay professor hulk is a thing in the in the books um yeah but i i enjoyed it like it was a lot of fun the cgi was there for it Mm -hmm. so um yeah everything was there for it it all worked it was just like being i'm kind of like an on the surface hulk fan yeah so like yeah. I, I want either like either dumb Hulk, kind of smart Hulk, or banner. Like yeah. that yeah. whole like third option thing. Like f- f- for the movie it worked. It worked. But I mean, so I'm gonna take my own personal like thing against you know, kinda like just push it away. But yeah, that's just it worked, but that's just me. So I love yeah. the montage of them trying to figure out how to get these infinity stones and where they're all at and figuring out their plans and connecting the stories. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I think it's Black Widow realizes all that th- there are three Infinity Stones in New York at the at the, at one point. Yeah, and I really like that they they did the Back to the Future two thing where they went back and visited the first Avengers. Yep, uh, and I knew that was happening because I saw pictures from on set. I didn't know how it was happening, um, but I saw pictures of Tony Stark talking to Captain America in his costume from the first Avengers oh, wow. and, oh, cool. and Mark Ruffalo and like the motion capture cat get up. So like I, I had that spoiled for me. So I knew time travel was going to play a part in this at some point or yeah. alternate dimensions, whatever. Um, but even though I knew it was coming, I still enjoyed it just as much because absolutely. Um, and I like that they sent Hulk out on his own to get the time stone. And you had the ancient one come back from Dr. Strange. Which was so cool. I love Which that I, scene too, especially yeah, when you got Banner removed from Hulk. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, like I said, this movie is a love letter and a thank you note to everyone who's stuck with these movies because there are so many like visual and like audio callbacks to just lines and um, like that scene. Like it, it's just like when she does it to Stephen Strange or he he gets pushed out of the body and yeah. Well, my favorite thing about that whole sequence about dealing with the Ancient One is the fact that. This is taking place before Doctor Strange. And mm-hmm. yet, yep. when Banner says, Doc, because Doctor Strange gave it to him, and she looks like, what? And then she just mm-hmm. hands it over because yeah. he's supposed to be the best of all of them. So it kind of puts more context into why she was so hard on him in in Doctor Strange, yeah. but still yeah. kind of like pushed him along at the same time because she knew about him the entire time. Yeah. Because she can see through time too. Yeah. Like she says in that movie, I can yeah. see up to this point. I can't see past this point. And she, yeah. so she knew Stephen Strange would be there with her. Yeah. So she knows Stephen Strange. It's just a matter of letting his 
yeah. timeline play out. I love seeing her yeah. just like defend the sanctum from the Shatari. Like she oh, was just yeah. there throwing yes. like, like certain mm-hmm. discs out. Like you go, Ancient One. Like that was amazing. <laughs> that was a great callback. Oh, absolutely. Um, so moving on from the Hulk, we're gonna get we're gonna come back to New York in a bit. Uh, let's let's talk about Thor. Oh, Thor. The, the big Thorbowski. <laughs> oh, I love that they made a big Lebowski joke. Um, yes. Well, he is just like a walking Le- Lebowski reference. Like he's got the beard, the sunglasses, and the sweatshirt. Like, and the yeah. and the gut. Yeah. Like I don't know how, but I I Which... was reading things about Fat Thor online. I was like, okay, whatever. I don't know what that means. And then I was like, oh, that's what that means. Okay. Got so it. okay. So Fat Thor, I just want to say, is kind of ridiculous at the fact that it's like his fat grew under his ab muscles. So like, even though he was like fat, you still saw like the rippled six pack in a way, just just bloated a little bit. I don't know how Asgardian biology works, but I'll. That was just oh, weird. I mean, he almost looked like he had like 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 pads sewn under the skin or something because the fat was literally under his six pack and it just pushed it out. <laughs> yeah. I, I, how do you guys feel about them introducing new Asgard? I liked it. I thought new Asgard was really cool. I think it's the only logical place to take whatever was going on. Um, yeah. No. Are we okay with them not explaining how Valkyrie and Korg and Meek got away? And like, are we just assuming that she took half of the, the people off of the ship when Thanos attacked? Is that what Honestly, happened? that's what I thought. Like, okay. I didn't think too hard about it. I don't really think there needs to be a lot of explanation to that. I mean, yeah. really. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that, too. Just, like, we don't need to see Thanos get the power stone on Xandar. Like, we can just have him yeah. have it. Like, right. I mean, we can just have half the Asgardians on Earth. It's Which, implied, and it's not yeah. a stretch of the imagination to it's think not. that they got away. It's not. And... Uh, I'm telling you right now, in the MCU universe, there better be like a like mass-produced chain of like uh, of like new Asgardian like fish fillets or something in like the Frozen section. Like, <laughs> oh, there better be. I'm sorry. You just have a picture of like Fat Thor is kind of like the captain and <laughs> on the box. Aww. He's the Gordon Fisher. Yes, Fisherman. yes, yes. Okay. Oh, I love just that. Right. the Gordons, but new Asgard. Just keep the okay. same thing. So. <laughs> One of my favorite, one of the weirdest things about the new Asgard stuff is Korg is playing Fortnite. Yes. And I saw, I saw somebody make a comment on Reddit. Cause as soon as I saw the movie, I was like, okay, I'm going to go read all of the reactions on Reddit and see what people said. Somebody said the, the scariest thing about Endgame is in five years, Fortnite is still relevant. Yes. That is a good point. And I play Fortnite, but even I'm like, damn, that that's true because I I can see it starting to slip away. But at the but... same time, if if 50% of the population just uh like goes poof, you're talking about all of the like gaming engineers. You know, that was the top Sony comment underneath it, but like, like that. all the game developers left and we're just stuck with Fortnite. Exactly. Like you're going to be stuck just with some stuck random with stuff. I mean, like, you know, to be honest. Okay. So Thor's mission is to go get the reality stone from Thor, the dark world when it's on Asgard. Yeah. So I sent to Devin, I didn't send you this. I was like, I have an alternative title for Endgame: Avengers. Now you want to go back and watch Thor, the dark world. Don't <laughs> you? <laughs> yes, actually I do. It, because it, now it, I need to know what's going on. It did a really on. good job of redeeming that movie. Like it did. Because yeah. like the biggest issue with that is with his mom's death is like there's no real interaction between them. But with this, you get that interaction, and you can tell that he really loved and missed her. Like yeah, yeah. Um, no, I I liked it. 
and he he had lost so much like he's going through so much at the beginning of this like after he he straight up kills thanos which i was not expecting them to do that in the beginning i was not expecting them to be that brutal with it either but i loved it okay so the first thing i thought of um right as like thor like blurs out when he's walking out of the hut was oh this is like the uh marvel version of the doolittle raid after pearl harbor world war ii like they instantly go back and they just do what they need to do and they just they cut his head off and and they kill him because i mean they're i mean they're i mean they're kind of what tony and them were like fighting about like they're the avengers like they avenge after the fact and it was like it was too easy though like that's the like that's one thing i was thinking like is this somebody's dream is somebody gonna wake up because to me it was just that just seemed way too easy to do Mm -hmm. yeah especially we didn't we we didn't really touch on this but especially with captain marvel there just kicking thanos's ass Yeah. yeah and they used her just the right amount i think like i completely agree they couldn't have used her any differently or she would have been too overpowered or like too like, yeah, but she could have done this and this and this and like ended it all. And I know there's been some outcry online about how small of a part she had in this, but it's not her movie. This is a movie about the the main six Avengers, like the original right. six and then Nebula and other people thrown in there. But this is, she, yeah. this is the core six. It's their movie like that. It belongs to them. And she was already pushing Deus Ex Machina territory a few times, a little bit anyway. I feel like what she'd territory? too much if she was in it. Deus Ex Machina, and, like, uh, it's... it's a Latin term that means God of the Machine. It's when at the end they go, "How are we going to fight this thing?" And someone goes, "I'll do it," and oh, they like okay. just solve it like that. Like gotcha. some unknown character walks in and solves everyone's problems right away. Okay, it's like Randy Quaid flying into the plane at the end of it, flying his plane into the alien ship at the end of Independence Day. As long as Day it's a spy plane and not the jet. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Have you seen that alternate ending? No. What? Oh, I'm sending. There's an alternate ending to Independence Day, where instead of Wendy Craig being in a in his jet with everyone else yeah. flying, he earlier in the movie he was denied the right to fly. Yeah. So he takes his biplane off of his trailer, straps a missile to it, and flies what? that into the ship. Oh my god! And he's like, I got this, Mister President. And then he just commits suicide. It was a suicide mission for him to begin with. He's like, hello, boys, I'm back. And that's the ultimate <laughs> ending to Independence yeah. Day. Wow. So same line, same everything, except he's he's in his he's in his crop duster and not, yeah. you know, uh, a, an F-15. That scene alone is way more entertaining than <laughs> Independence Day. Yes. Okay, so Aww. speaking of Captain Marvel, though, I feel like they kind of did it the right way. Yeah perfect because the only way thanos could stop her was to put the power stone in his fist yeah yeah so that to me proves just how strong she is Mm -hmm. and how underpowered thanos was to her so that they could easily pull off like a stronger villain Mm -hmm. for her down the road and it would be perfectly okay for her to just kick ass because it was it was was the power stone that knocked her out not Mm -hmm. thanos yeah and we'll get into that later when we get into the end game yeah, because that actually that brings up a good point about the movie that I did really like though, because I was worried that there'd be this whole plot for Endgame, and the whole time I'd be like, you know, if Captain Marvel came, it'll be over. You know, if she came, when she come, and you know, and this was the one plot they picked where her powers didn't matter at all. Yeah, yeah, and they did a really good thing of saying, having her say, "I'm probably you're probably not going to see me for a while. I've got a lot on my plate," and then yeah. we'll we'll get into when she comes back into it later because yeah. I I think they good. made a. But there, there's more to that than 
meets the eye. Um, oh. So, okay. So Thor goes to Asgard with Rocket. I was surprised that they got Natalie Portman back for one scene. Yeah, I'm happy they did, and though. I'm it really also, added a lot. I'm also curious if that was something that they shot for this or they had deleted scenes from Thor The Dark World and they just put Rocket into it. Because they easily could have just done that. That's Very true. I easily. didn't think about that. But and I think if they got her back, it would have been interesting to have her, a scene with her and Thor, and we didn't. Right. So, do you I, think there's something up between her and him? Like, do you think there might have been a falling out I between think, them personally? I think she had a falling out with Marvel at one point because I know oh. the, Patty Jenkins, who directed Wonder Woman, was supposed to do Thor: The Dark World. Okay. And then Alan Taylor, who who did a bunch of Game of Thrones, took over. And she wasn't thrilled about her role in that movie. Uh, I think she knew, like, this is going to be the worst of these, and I don't want any part of it. So um, maybe we can get her back in the future. Who knows? Um, Because Jane Foster does play into the Thor mythos more later on down the line than she does in the little bit that they used her. Right. Like, not to bury the lead or anything, but doesn't she become Thor? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she, she's Thor at one point. How, how, um, how many more movies is Chris Hensworth signed for? We'll get into that at the okay. end. So, okay. So, oh yeah. Um, all right. So that's the reality stone, and then we yeah. have the Power Stone and the Soul Stone. So War Machine and Nebula go after the Power Stone, and I'm really glad that they use Nebula as much as they did in this movie because she plays yes. such a big role in the Infinity War comic line. Oh, really? Yeah, she's in it a lot. Like, she's just getting oh. tortured, and because she's the daughter of Thanos, like, I think at one point she even takes the gauntlet. Like, wow. She, she has it, and I think she's the one who undoes the snap, maybe. I It's been a while since I read it, but I know she's a big part of it, and I'm glad they incorporated everything that had happened to her up to this point into this story, so she's, she's a good guy. Like, she's... Yeah. She's the the guardian of the galaxy with Rocket. Like they're yeah. off doing that, and then they come back to Earth and help out the Avengers when they can. So I really yeah. enjoyed that aspect of it. Um, and I like the introduction of Star Lord in their scene. That was everything okay. I wanted. I'm sorry, but okay. So I know that Guardians is your favorite, like yes. Marvel movies and stuff. But I re- Star Lord is really starting to like annoy me. Really? Okay. And it's not, and it's just, it's the childish thing, especially with Thor and him at the like end. Like, I don't like those two together because well, I feel like we're going anyway, to get to the end I'm, later. I'm going I'm to backtrack. I'm going to backtrack. Okay. I loved what War Machine said. So he's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. I'm just no, going to. He totally is. Like, I completely yeah. agree. Let's try to keep it down because Anna's sleeping. Sorry. Um, <laughs> No, I yelling. what I, I I know it was just getting loud. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, sorry. <laughs> what I love about them, like they did the Back to the Future thing again, where they see it, a scene that you know well from a yep. different angle, and when he's singing along to it, and you can't hear the music, it it I lost it. <laughs> it's so. I was able to, and I was even even able to uh, trick my brother a little bit because he let me be in charge of the music on the way to the theater. 
So I was yeah. like, oh, hey, we're going to listen to uh, Marvel scores. And oh, hey, come and get your love. I love this scene. This is my favorite scene from the first Guardians. It's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's a good one. And then it came back up. And he just looked at me like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. But I, lo- I love that we've got to revisit that scene of all scenes from Guardians. Because that yeah. one really set the tone for that movie. And just from the get-go, you're like, okay, this is what's this is what this movie's gonna be. Um Yeah. Uh and but she- I liked ultimately I liked Thor Machine and or Thor Machine, War Machine and Nebula. <laughs> Cause I think they were like that's like the, the really the only people you can pair together with like with what they have. Like they had a little exchange where they were like, I'm more machine than person. And War Machine was like, Yeah, I get that. And like, cool, like give him a moment like that because yeah. yeah, he was exactly. so underused in this movie. He was, he, and he was underused in Infinity War. Um, right. I'm curious how well they'll use him in the future, and we'll get into that. Um, oh, cool. But I also like how they used Nebula to tie into what I'm going to refer to as Biff Thanos. Like the, Biff Thanos, good. <laughs> um, I liked how they brought like in the in the marketing like part of their thing was the Avengers need to go defeat Thanos and maybe this other big bit, this bigger threat and the bigger threat ended up being Thanos. Like they defeat Thanos in the first five minutes and then, Oh, Hey, there's here's past Thanos. Like, I love that they did that. Like it's just Thanos like doesn't need to get the stones. They got him for him. He's like, okay, we're just going to go attack these bitches. Like he knows who the Avengers are. So he knows once he sees them, he knows who they are, and he just he's like, "Okay, we're gonna just we're just gonna go attack." Yeah. So and and that scene specifically does a good job of showing you how far Nebula's character did or came. Yeah. I mean, and that's one of the things that this movie does so well is it goes, "Here's this character. Here's where they are. Here's where they started." Holy shit, guys! Mm-hmm. And even Gamora to an extent, like you know, she's about to turn, yeah. but she gets there even quicker with with uh, Nebula pleading to her. And seeing yeah. that Thanos actually does do what he sets out to do. Like, she's terrified. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're going to get into we're going to get into some real shit now. All right. Um, let's do it. Before we lighten things back up before the end game. All right. So Black Widow <laughs> and Hawkeye go to. Uh, I've never understood why. OK, now. I love the fact that Hawkeye has a family and he's like, you know, he's like, guys, I'm done. I'm retired. Like whatever. I never understood. Okay. So I'm going, I never understood since the first Avengers movie, why him in black, why they didn't make him in black widow, like a thing. I think. And then I got the feeling it that it was more of a brother sister thing or just kind of like a family thing. But at the same time, it was like their connection was so deep that I'm surprised that it that it that it never went that way. Like, not that I would want it to for this storyline, but I'm just surprised that it never did. I think there's a few things in play there. I think that's more of a professional relationship. So brother sister. Yeah. And I also think you have Joss Whedon to thank for that Mm -hmm. uh because i think that was the goal originally was to make them a couple yeah and then everyone was pissed about how he treated hawkeye in the first avengers it's like okay Uh, we're gonna make this hawkeye centric in age of ultron and gave him a family and put her together with hulk got it like and i feel like that's where a lot of the issues from age of ultron came from was just him trying to fix the hawkeye storyline because in the comics hawkeye does not have a family like 
there's a great story line for Hawkeye by Matt Fraction, which is the only Hawkeye comics I've ever read, and they're fantastic. He owns like a building in New York where he's like the landlord and has to deal with like criminals and shit. It's fantastic. <laughs> I highly recommend it. That's um, funny. It's Anna's favorite run. Like when she found out that they're doing a Hawkeye show, she's like, Well, they better do Matt Fraction's run of it. Like they better just focus it on that. Um But you this like there's even a like a callback to their relationship in the first Avengers when they're in the spaceship, which is one of my favorite lines of this whole thing. Was this where Hawkeye just turns to her, he's like, This is we're so far from Budapest now. Like <laughs> oh, I yeah. love that callback. Um so they go for the soul stone and the whole thing with the soul stone is a soul for a soul. Yeah. Did that scene turn out the way you guys thought it would? Yes. Because Hawkeye was fighting for his family. I feel like that's how the movie started and it had to pay off with him, with his family. So I kind of think that that's what I saw coming. I was like, it's going to be her. Yeah. what do you think? I completely agree. Okay. Now I also thought halfway through that it was going to flip just because of them fighting. But that's originally what I thought. Like, it was going to be her, not him. Yeah, and I think she did it so much out of love for not just him, but for his family. Because she does like, I agree. care so much for his kids. Like, yeah. one's named after her. Yeah. So Yeah, that's right. Um, do you think she was grieved correctly or properly? Or do you think she got shortchanged? Because I keep hearing that in some of the reviews. Is that, like, they were sad about her for, like, two seconds. They're like, well, let's do other things now. And then at the end, they're like, I think she'd be okay with this. Yeah, no, there's no, I, there's no time to yeah. grieve the way people wanted them to grieve. There's no time. Yeah, in, in a three-hour movie, they can't take 45 minutes just to grieve. I think they they took just enough time considering the stakes that they had. They, Got it. When you, mess, when you mess with time, you only have so much time to fix it. Um, so I think they... Do you think they're going to bring her back? No. I mean, I know this is going a little bit futury, but she does have a movie coming up. She does. Supposedly, it's a prequel. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. I would also see that. I could also see that. Um, we'll get into that. We'll get into the. Yeah. We'll get into the future stuff. Future, future. Okay, so we're gonna go back and talk about Captain America and Tony and their adventures in space time. Oh yeah. Okay, so the New York stuff with Captain America that was great because there there are a few yeah. things there where do we want to start do we want to start with him or you guys pick i don't care okay there, there let's start with scenes. their fight let's start with them literally walking into the end of avengers one yes yeah um again back to the future thing right they... i love that i also love I love the running commentary over top of what was going on in that part of the movie. I also love that they introduced the running joke of Captain America's ass, which like <laughs> friggin' like that even showed how far Captain America came in the story arc. Cause like he wouldn't have joked about his own ass like that in yeah, Captain no. America yeah. or even the first Avengers it, movie. It's also yeah. a, a good joke on Joss Whedon. Cause if you go back and watch Avengers, it's just ass shots out of the ass. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> pretty, it? Yeah. Yeah. You go back and watch for people's asses, you'll if you did a shot every time they just had like an, a glorious ass shot, you'd you die. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I need yeah. to watch this again. Yes. Um maybe we'll do a commentary on it for the podcast and just all 
drink and do it. Just get completely Ryan's drunk. Like, no. Ryan's like, no, I, my liver can't handle it. I'm, no. I'm 30. No. <laughs> um, no, I really like, and I liked, Tony was up in the tower and you got to see the, the end end shot of, I'll, I think I'll take that drink now. And, and Tony's like, yeah. okay, we can stop all posing like now, like we're done. Like, let's just get this going. <laughs> um, so they redid the elevator scene from Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. Um, and I love that it was like shot for shot, tension built, and they got out of it with the the infamous Hail the Hydra, Hydra from, from, Cap. from the comics. And I was like, oh shit, that's how you do that in these movies. Like that was perfect. Yeah. One thing I do so have good. to say from being in the tower, my favorite moment of like Tony and Ant-Man and all of them like being up there watching is when Loki mocks Cap when he walks away. And he comes back and Thor, I forget, I forget if Thor hits him or something. And he was like, oh, d- like, uh, 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 I, I don't do that. When Thor, Loki Thor put the, now the thing on his mouth. Yeah, 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 true. Okay, yeah, so that. But um, just the, the fact that Loki turned into Cap after he turned around and like mocked, yeah. and mocked and that, him, and I thought that was a And that's why Cap thought that the other, like, our Cap was Loki. Yes. Yeah. He did that. Yeah. So, that makes sense. Um, so the whole plan there is to get the Tesseract and the Loki's staff. And mm-hmm. so the plan for the Tesseract is put Ant-Man in Iron Man's chest and make him go into cardiac arrest. Um, Which like, wow. Which was yeah. brilliant, honestly, because... Um, yeah. It, I think the most surprising part for that scene was they got Robert Redford back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's yeah, retired. Did. Like he's done acting, but they got him back. I think they got him in just under the wire. But right. like in a world where he's done acting, Avengers Endgame is going to be his final credit. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so I was not expecting that. Um, and I like that they, they messed up one. Like if it, it would have been too easy if they got all of the, the stones at once. Exactly agree. And Absolutely. Loki getting away has implications in the timeline in the future, but not as many as I think. Yeah, because they never oh, address really? that. They never do, uh, and I don't know if that would make if that would stay in an alternate timeline then or not. But, but is I, that where the Loki TV show is going to go? I think so. I would hope yeah. so. Like that would make like I yeah. want to see that show where it's Loki in this alternate timeline, maybe trying to get back to the main one. Like figuring out, oh yeah, wrong. like that would be like I'm more interested in something like that than I am WandaVision in the 1950s. Yes, damn um, it. All right, so then they have to go get the tesseract again. If you took a shot every time they said tesseract and tesseract in any of these movies, like, oh, it, it's just so bad. You'd be dead. Um, but they go to the 1970s, back to New Jersey, uh, to the uh, military base where Captain America was born. Which I loved because that wrapped up a lot of the shit from Civil War, right? Because wasn't like kind of the impetus of Civil War ha- like revolved around his dad? Uh, yes. Tony's had daddy issues since the first movie. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them come to fruition in Civil War. But I think as soon as Howard showed up, his fate was sealed. And we'll get into that then. But I feel like I know my wife said as soon as we as soon as we saw him, I knew what was going to happen in the rest of the movie. 
when it came to Tony. Really? Yeah. Um, because it's it, it it resolved a lot of his overarching issues, like like that conversation yeah. with his dad was just kind yeah. of like. Oh, that was one of the best part. Like for a for a like building up somebody's personality like building up the character that was my favorite part of the film like that was my favorite like character building moment in the entire movie was just their conversation yeah leading from the basement to the park yeah uh, lead, and, like to the main game just getting them to that point getting them back to the 1970s where tony says do you trust me to cap and he's like yes um like that is just a big deal for both of those characters because yeah yeah you go from the beginning of the movie where Tony's dying and yelling at Cap that he screwed up. To we trust each other now. And yeah, we're gonna go do this. Yeah. Um, and so, you thought Jarvis? Yeah. I was about to bring that up. Yeah, I love the fact that, that they show is... where Jarvis came from. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, no, you, you've we've met Jarvis before if you watch the TV shows. <laughs> if you watch the what? Uh, they did that Agent Carter TV show. Really? Jarvis. Oh. They, they got that Jarvis back from that. Which is huge to somebody who's watched these shows because they have never addressed anything that's happened on these shows until now. Like that's the first time that anything that's like a character has crossed over, which is fantastic. So then, in that TV show, is that the same office from the TV show that they go into that Captain America's in? Like, do they show the office? Like, is this? I'm I'm trying to like draw more connections here. No, I think that that show still takes place in the 40s. So and it takes place okay. in Los Angeles. So, because uh, there is that, yeah, because for those of you that don't understand what I'm talking about, there's that scene where Captain America does see Agent Carter when he's in that underground military base. Yeah, as soon as he went in that door, I saw what was on, like written on it. I was like, oh my god, they're they're doing this. Like I, I was hoping we so see cool. her in this movie, but I'm glad that they did. They did it that way because they show that he's still in love with her. Like he he calls her the love of his life. Yeah. Um. Did Anna call the ending from that point? His ending from that point? Yes. I can see it. I didn't, but I can understand that like smart people would do that. Yeah. Um, and I think the fact that she was able to call so much of this kind of ruined the movie for her because she does think about that. this stuff too much. And I was like, yeah, but you just got to go with it. Like you just got to relax and, Go with the flow. Let it take, let it take you on that ride. Like yeah. it has a ride it wants to take you on. You probably understand where it's going, but just let it happen. All right. Um. So let's talk about Tony Stark. What part? Of uh, Tony let's talk Stark? about Tony Stark up to when they up until the first snap of this movie. Um. So Tony has a kid. Okay. Yeah. I really like Tony Stark as a father. Uh, they did a really good job of having his character recover from Infinity War and sh- show that he does not want anything that's happened in the last five years to change. And I think they, yeah. they made a strong point of that. And you saw his relationship with Pepper had grown and he's re- he's really retired. And I really liked him as a father, especially when uh, he kept saying shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that part was hysterical which i missed half of because the people in my movie theater wouldn't shut up oh that's i hate that i had a kid in in the theater behind me the second time who wouldn't stop playing with his recliner he just kept pushing the button oh. and I, I had my soda in my hand and i was like i can make it 
nobody, I can make it. No, nobody would see what saw what happened. Um, oh, but yeah, people suck. Like it was the yeah. we had a uh, there was a soccer team. Oh God! In the theater, and then there were just like a lot of like hardcore fans. So Devin, you know how you talked about how like uh, seeing a movie like on opening day when like every character got like introduced, yeah. people would clap and cheer. I hate that. Oh, because dude. I missed probably like I missed probably like ten percent of the lines of the movie because people wouldn't stop clapping and cheering. And I mean, like occasionally, yeah, totally get it. It fits because like they actually give the time in the film for people to do that. But then there's other yeah. times where they just don't. Yeah, yeah. And it, it it irritated the crap out of me. So they had this through line of Tony Stark in the movie of him needing to save the day. And like him, like having just this compulsion of, I have to do this. Like, yeah. that's why, like, yeah. when he figured out the time travel thing, Pepper's like, you're going to do it. Go friggin' do it. Yeah, and, I, liked, I liked her line of me trying to get you to stop has been the, the one failure of my life, <laughs> which yeah. it has been because yeah. he just won't stop. Won't well, stop, can't so, stop. At first, I thought, okay, this is a weird plot device because I feel like his character wasn't here before. But last night, I rewatched Iron Man 1, not intentionally, but just like happened on TV. And there was a line in Iron Man 1 where he goes, nothing matters. Only the next mission matters. And I went, oh, my God, that's so consistent. Yeah. Yeah, and he's always been the – there's a line in the in the first Avengers movie um, where – big man in a suit of armor take that away what are you like you're not the one to yeah. to sacrifice yourself for the team and like, yeah. he calls cap out on everything good about you came out of a bottle like <laughs> there's that whole argument yeah. where, like going back to the roots of their dynamic which has always been rough to begin with like yeah i think they in but in the first avengers he is the one who puts the nuke through the hole and then he's just like traumatized from that from there on out like yeah. get, getting those visions in age of ultron and like his arc is per like i'm glad we had this his arc to follow throughout these 20 some movies yes. because like it's it, so good it is uh because you really see his character grow and like in it in very believable ways mm -hmm. for what he's been through like they're never he never like takes a swing out of left field where he's like guess what guys i'm vegan now and you're like uh what yeah. like it's just it's it's all believable the only thing i wish that they would have done is done more with the demon in the bottle stuff like have him be an alcoholic oh yeah but... I, f I feel like they might have replaced <clears throat> his issues with his dad and just him trying to figure out like who he is. Yeah. I think that in these movies replaced him being an alcoholic. Yeah. Because I feel like he would have the same issues both ways. I just, I feel like they geared more towards like daddy issues. Plus, you know, just the fact that he's never been able to like live his own life the way, you know, just like to like li live his own life to where he could find who he was. Yeah. Um, Okay, so we need we need to get into the end game stuff of this. Yes. Um okay, so they get the stones. And they build their own gauntlet made out of Tony's armor, which yep. was a nice touch. Mm -hmm. Like I I'd yeah. I'd much rather have that gauntlet on my shelf than the golden one that Thanos has. Yeah. 
because to quote Tony Stark, throw a little hot hot rod red in there because <laughs> <laughs> it looks cooler. But also, yeah. I like that they set that up early because like of how things play out later, and because like of course Tony's like it's just slots for stones. Like in the end, like they don't need to go have tall Peter Dinklage do it. Yeah, but I would have loved to see tall Peter Dinklage in this again. Like, what's he up to? to though. Right. Hmm. Oh man, Game of Thrones is over. We have to. Oh no, wait. Yeah, it's over by now. We we can't. It's We're gonna have a rough it. like next couple hours. Yeah. Um. Okay. So Hulk takes the gauntlet. Did we think? It, who did you guys think was gonna do the snap? I thought. I thought it might be Thor. I honestly didn't think about yeah. it until they got to that point because I was just wrapped up in the movie, and then they got to that point, and I remember thinking to myself, "This is." this is going to be where somebody dies. Like that's, yeah, that's exactly what I thought because of all of the people whose contracts were not getting renewed um, or who were just like leaving the series. There were a few people that were standing in that room that I'm like, okay, who's going to die? Like somebody's going to do this and die. And I was, obviously I was wrong, but still. Um, and then when the Hulk did it and he explained about the gamma radiation, I'm like, okay, this makes sense. Like this makes yeah. total sense, it- especially with banner being in like Hulk form that's the that was the point in the movie where I was like, okay, now I understand why they did this. Yeah, I may not like this version of Hulk, but this fits the storyline, so yeah. that that's fine. Um, it also set up that the glove can resize because I feel like if Thor did it and it was like normal human size, I feel like a little bit later when Thanos did it, I would have been like, the fuck, how did it fit his hand in his hand? <laughs> to, to be fair, if Thor had tried to put it on, it would need to be like an. 2XL human hand because of all the cheese whiz. <laughs> Aww, oh, fat Thor. Um, oh. Remind me when we stop recording to tell you guys something. Oh, um, God. Okay, so the snap works. Like I really liked how they set up the snap working. Like, yes. Hawkeye's phone ringing and then birds. Scott, Scott going over and seeing all the birds. Yes, because they did snap out that everything. That that was beautiful, and then kaboom, like Thanos. Yes, there. yeah, that and that was hard. Great. Like yeah. that was one of the, like out of all of these movies, that was one of the best like mood changers. Like that was because it was it was quick, it was sudden. You knew you knew you knew that that it was going to happen, but they set it up in a way that you weren't expecting it at that moment. They made it subtle that the snap worked to bring yeah. everyone back and it, once thanos attacks you kind of forgot about it which paid off in a bit yeah but i yeah. love the scene where it's just iron man cap and thor watching thanos from a distance he's like yeah we know, we, we know this is a trap right he's like i don't care yeah. okay good yeah. <laughs> let me let me have my lightning braid my beard and we can go down there <laughs> in his in his uh in his uh, a two XL armor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I re- love that it was those three. It was like the original three. It's like let's do this. Yeah, the mm-hmm. original three with actual something to 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 give to the fight. Like if it was just Hawkeye and Bruce Banner, that wouldn't have made much difference. But no, like no. those three, the the Marvel Trinity, because that's what they've been. Yep. Like those are the three that have the th- the trilogy movies. Like that's yep. That's the main the three. Ones. Well, they're the um, core. Like they're the yeah. core to everybody else. So, um, I really like that fight scene. Like they did a great oh my job with God. it. And I, I didn't, ugh. I didn't make the the realization when they brought back Mjolnir, where they were gonna go with it. 
until Holy Thor dropped shit. it. Shit! Hang on. Oh my uh, god! Carpet, what? The Thor's hammer. Okay, Thor's hammer. Okay. Yeah. Mew Mew. Friggin'. What? No, I said uh, Mew Mew. I. Like, uh, it's a Thor reference. Never mind. Uh. <laughs> like, um, like I've only seen the movies. I've read any Thor yeah. comic books. You no, gotta give me a little. No, it's from here. the movies. Uh, Mjolnir's the hammer, but uh, Darcy always calls it Mew Mew. Like it flies by, she calls it Mew Mew. Yeah, I've never uh, realized that they've named the hammer. Okay, yeah, she she had a nickname for it. Okay, it's okay. She's not in the movies anymore. That's so, good. Anyway, but yeah, so Kathy, yeah, go you go ahead. It referenced the only part of Ultron I loved for years. I'm like, yeah, but that part where Captain America almost picks up Thor's hammer and it makes him nervous. Fucking. Mm! Sorry, yes. I got excited when that happened. Like. Every, like uh, before my theater everybody was clapping whatever that's the only time that i joined in in the clapping was when captain america picked up the hammer because Holy i shit. like my eye like i didn't cry but i teared because it was like yes 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 because even thor says he's like i knew it yeah <laughs> yeah his reaction was priceless yes oh man like that is such a that's such a high of a moment, and you're like, okay, yes. this is this is great. And then Thanos brings down all of his troops, and it's Thanos in his army against Captain America by himself. Yeah, and it's like, oh shit, this is not going to end well. And then over the radio, you just hear Sam Wilson, Cap. Yep, I'm on your left, and then portals show up out of nowhere man everyone comes back and oh my god i okay i got so okay 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 so when the portal opened and black panther walked out with his sister and uh okoye and then the wakanda army came out like people were clapping and then somebody in the back of the theater must have like put their like hands over their mouth and just yelled wakanda forever like in the back oh, everybody yeah. must you have know laughing. you know i think that's part <laughs> of the reason they came out first yeah it's like okay yeah. which, which one which movie made the most money last year oh uh, was it black panther okay yeah. we're gonna bring in <laughs> black You're panther good. first and i'm fine with that like yeah and having him yeah. just nod to captain america like good job you did it was fantastic yeah and having dr strange show up and then the guardians run out and then spider-man swing in and take off his mask is like yes this is perfect that was i was oh my god like my like i I had hair stained on the back of my neck like it was it was perfect because i feel like we we all knew that this was going to happen but i don't think anyone knew how they were going to make it work right and bringing them all back to five years later makes sense like that's the only way you can do yep. it in hindsight and i'm glad they did right. there's some there's some things we'll talk about in a bit about reper- repercussions from that um yeah but it was such a strong moment and then he finally cap finally says it he finally says avengers assemble yeah. uh, which is the first time he said it in these movies they've teased it but they never yeah. actually said it oh he didn't say it number one i don't think so no, oh. I think it, I you know I believe it. I just think I'm dumb and thought I thought he said it. Yeah, uh, I think it was the title of the movie in Europe, though, like Avengers Assemble. That makes sense because they have that Avengers show and movie with Uma Thurman and. Oh yeah, that one that didn't go well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but even in this fight, you have a lot of great reunions. 
Uh, Tony and Peter yes. have a nice moment where Tony just hugs uh, Peter. Yeah. Which, like, I, I love that. What I said before about something I wanted to talk about later about Tony. Um, I cried in this movie. And yeah. I had to cover my mouth. Um, my dad's birthday, my late father, his birthday was mm-hmm. this past week. And mm-hmm. with this new job and everything, I've not been able to think about it. The anniversary of my dad's yeah. death was March 13th. So last month. Mm-hmm. And because of my new job and getting everything, I, I've not been able to think about it. And yeah. the buildup between Tony and Peter's relationship as father, as as like a father figure yeah. is one of the best in my mind, one of the best acted storylines between the two of them and that hug yeah. that they shared. I, everything that I haven't been thinking about for the past month just hit me. Yeah. And I, oh, that's man. the first time I've actually legit cried in a theater. And like, I was trying to be like quiet because it was one of those things where it's like, it wasn't, it like it wasn't necessarily like that storyline that got me going. It was to me what it represented, and I just lost it <laughs> for about a good minute and a half yeah. during yeah. the movie. There was so much going on in that scene, like with everything happening. It that missed me the first time, but the second time, yeah, I was able to like, okay, let's take this in. I was like, oh damn, like yeah. in knowing what happens, like yeah, yeah. like that, like oh, that, man. Like that scene hit me because it was just the father and son thing between the two of them, how much Tony cares about him, how much Peter like missed. Well, not really missed because to him it was just like a yeah. like like a second. But it was just the him grief under- of like Yeah, him yeah. not understanding what had happened and the implications of it. Yeah. But I like how he just throws it all out yeah. there. Like, I woke I must have passed out because Doctor Stranger there's like it's five years later. Come on, they need us. Like- <laughs> <laughs> that, oh. that was funny. Um yeah, there's a lot there's, like even with this giant battle going on there's a lot of fun moments like dr strange turning to wong saying is that everyone is like do you really want more do you think i could get more like <laughs> there's so many people coming in um you have the ravagers you have the asgardians um yeah i really think howard that- the duck is in there he's in there what yeah he's in there uh somebody when? posted a picture uh when when Waft's Wasps, when the wasps when the wasps shows up he's standing yeah. to her left so he's screen right there was a wow. picture online that got removed but howard the duck is there so one thing i do want to That's say amazing. and i'm not doubting her power i'm not saying anything like that i'm really disappointed at like they sh- like they showed almost every character's like strength mm-hmm. in this and yes. the Valkyries were supposed to be like, you know, like the Asgardians, like, you know, like black ops, like the best mm-hmm. of the best. All they really showed her do was take her lance and slice the armor off one of the uh, sky slugs. There's like, that's... so much going on, though. Um, Which, yeah, I'll give it that because there's so much going on. It's just I really wish that they really would have shown like something of her, like I being caught, like super I Valkyrie. A, I caught an error in the, the fight scene the second time. What? What happened? Yeah. Okay, so when Black Panther has the gauntlet, at th- this yeah. point, Ant-Man and the Wasp are at the van trying to get it to boot up. He's hot-wiring it. But when he yeah. takes the gauntlet, you can see Giant Man in the background. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, man, I don't usually catch that. But And I had to look. I was like, is Hank there? Like, is there two Ant-Mans? Like, I don't know what's going on. But oh, no, yeah. it's just the one. Oh, wow. Um, 
But the Ant-Man and the Wasp reunion was even nice, too, because um, she calls him Cap. Like, she gives him such hell for saying that in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Like, Cap, really? And he's like, we got you, Cap. (laughs) It was a sweet moment. It was. It was. um, So much heart in, like, these small little moments. Like, Star-Lord seeing Gamora Gamora again. And I know you said you find him annoying, but... That scene was funny. That, I like that, that scene, scene was legit funny. Like, like just, just the way he looked at her, like yeah. he's still in love, but she has no idea who this guy is. And... Yeah. Now, th- there are parts to Star Lord that I do like, and that's one of them. I yeah. just I feel like when he goes off the rails, like he does whenever Thor's around, that's when I seriously want to reach through the screen and like say stop. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. you're, so you're not looking forward to Guardians Three at all, are you? If it's him and Thor, I'm not watching the movie because I can't. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I I'm you guys can it. watch it and tell me what happened. Yeah. I'll I'll I will read the script. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um Okay, so then there's hot potato with the gauntlet for a bit. And I then, thought that was cool. I, it was, I like it, was it gave characters that weren't there for a while a chance to shine great. Yeah, everyone and, everyone gets a moment. And and the best part was they also crossed. And being a sports fan, this is what I saw. I saw a cross between rugby and American football, which is amazing because anybody all around the world can watch that scene. And either you're thinking American football or you're thinking rugby, because the gauntlet is the size of like a rugby ball football. Yeah. And I just yeah. I I. I loved it. I saw it, and I'm just thinking in the back of my mind, like the 20, the 30, the 40, the 50. Since it's a glove, would it be a handball? Ha. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> so Captain Marvel comes in, and then you have this really great shot of all the women kicking ass. I love that. Yes. I love I that. They, they did the A-Force, and I they, I was like, that, that's awesome. And then I read online, and people are like, yeah, but Black Widow's missing. Like she's the one who was like the first, and she's gone. Yeah, but, and it's like, yeah, but yeah. it's like they're there because of her. Yeah, her right. Her right. sacrifice is what put is what put them all there. Um, how do we feel about Pepper having armor? That, oh, I love it. I mean, she had it, and like she's a character in the comics. I thought, right? Like, yeah, rescue. I, I think Pepper thing. having armor fits. They like set it up early enough. Great. Yeah, and she's fought before. Like she kicks. Yeah. The uh, Mandarin's ass. Um, Guy Pierce's ass in, in three, right? three, yeah. So, w- okay, so prior to seeing the movie, I had a lot of people tell me that, oh, the movie was great. There was only one thing that I didn't like. And I heard that from everybody, but mm-hmm. nobody would tell me what that one thing they didn't like was because, well, that and I didn't really ask. And I'm watching the movie, not knowing what this one thing was. And I know that there, like, some people are kind of eh on Pepper Potts. And so when they show her wearing the blue suit, which I didn't recognize her at first, like yeah, my brother like didn't first either. show her, uh, and the face mask comes up. Like I'm like, is that the wasp? No, that's not the wasp. Wasp was over there. So it, it took me a little bit to get it because I totally forgot about you know the whole like blue armor helmet thing that Tony's yeah. daughter was wearing. Um, and I was thinking to myself, okay, this is kind of weird, but I guess I'll go with it because it it's like the fight for Earth. So anybody who can fight is going to be fighting. Is that what people are upset about? The one thing that people said that is the, the thing that they I heard. There's like? another thing they're upset about. What, what, what did you hear? Because I, I, I heard they don't, don't like. Know. I heard they don't like Cap's ending. Okay. Well, we'll How can that. you not like Cap's we'll, ending? We'll get, we'll get into that. Okay, we'll, I'm sorry. Yeah, we'll have to get into that. Yeah. All right. Because well, we we got some other endings to get to first. Um, yes. Okay. And when I say that, I mean one. 
So <laughs> Tony gets the stones. Yeah. And in true Tony Stark fashion, I am Iron Man. Snap. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved there, it too. It was so good. It was the perfect way to end 11 years of movies with him. Like mm-hmm. that was, I read somewhere online, somebody was like, I am Iron Man is this generation's no, I'm your father. Yeah. And yeah, like it, it is. is. Yeah. Uh, like to him, like that's the, like Cap has the equivalent of I can do this all day. Like that's the equivalent which, line. Yep. Which I loved it when he said, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and like the moment that I missed the first time and I had to go like, just cause there was so much going on. Like I, I had to think to myself, what happened to Thanos? Did he get snapped out too? Because I honestly did not remember. Like I was just so in shock. Oh, wow. Tony, that's died. the gift yeah. that I saw. Yeah. Oh, really? The gift oh, no. was Tony snapping, and and Thanos just turning to dust. So there was a lot of editing in it. So I don't know if that was like the Japanese version of it. I don't know if that was the European version wow. of it because the camera angle was a bit different, and it. Uh, it was a camera angle up close. So like it wasn't the entire scene. It was just like in the box was like enough for Tony's face and the glove on his hand, him snapping. And then the camera went to Thanos just turning into dust. And then, and then the gift turned into a woman wearing basically like a bikini standing up against an American flag for like three seconds. Oh, wow. But it, but it was just on repeat. So I watched it. I'm like, you know, if that's how Thanos goes, that didn't really spoil anything for me because yeah. I don't because I, I don't know how it got to that if that's the case. I good for you, man. Yeah, I've been so mad. Yeah, I I don't know how I would take that. Um, but yeah, I completely forgot how what happened to Thanos because I was just in shock of what happened to Tony. I was like, oh my god, Tony's gonna die. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the second time I was like, okay, that's he he's gone. Like that's good to know. Yeah. Um. It was. It was fitting that everyone was there for him. Yeah. Like, Rhodey came over first because they're, like, best friends. And then then Peter came over and said, we won. And, it, mm-hmm. like, that's where it started to get me. And then Pepper. Like, oh, I, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow, but I like her as Pepper. And her saying, we'll be okay. Yeah. You can rest now. I, I lost it. Like, that was bad. Oh, yeah. Like, that's the one that got me. Yeah. Uh, but there's a plot twist. Yeah. The reason why Tony died is because she wouldn't let him get the vaccine for the gamma radiation. No, it's because she put a uh, ruby jade up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so Her is yeah. a person's horrible. I yeah. like... I. I like her as Pepper Potts because I like the way that she acts that character. Yeah. Other than yeah. that, like you said, I couldn't care less about her as a person. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she's doing her job. She's acting. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I, I can completely forget that. Yeah. Um, then we get the, like, the battle's over. Everyone goes home. And then we get the message from Tony when his daughter is just, like, completely upset. And he ends the message with, love you 3000. Yeah. Oh, which, man. That got me. Yeah. Um, that's not that's not the scene that got me the most though like we'll get to that in a second my uh does it have to do with food yes it does okay so then you may have the same opinion on that um so they do the the i guess almost viking funeral 
with the flowers yeah. and the in the arc reactor. Which I love the arc reactor with the message. Such a yes. callback. Like, 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 that it. was such a callback. My bro, like it makes oh. it makes rewatching these movies beforehand so worth it because. Yeah. I guess now we get to like start over with how many movies we have to watch, but like that was the perfect callback. My brother didn't get it because I think it's been a while since he saw Iron Man. Sure. But and he was pretty young when it came out, I think. Yeah. It was eleven I, years ago. Yeah. yeah. He would have been if I was okay, so I would have been he would have been seven. Yeah. So I mean yeah, that's understandable. He, and I own the D V D, he doesn't, so Yeah. Um, oh there you go. And then everyone's at the funeral. I don't think everyone was there at once. It kind of I don't think so. I, I don't know. I, I I want them all to have been there at once, but I also get the feeling of that was kind of CG'd for a few people. Sure. But I had to look up an attendee and I'm I'm happy that I did. Okay. Yeah. A lot of my brother was like, Yeah, I guess there's a mystery kid that just shows up. Like, it's not a mystery kid. I I know who that is. Yeah. IMDB Oh, kinda, you knew who it was right away? I knew who it was right away. Um IMDB kind of ruined it for me. Oh. But also, I love Iron Man 3. I'm one of the few that loves Iron Man 3. So when that kid showed up, I was like, oh, my God, you already hit him like a Mack truck. But <laughs> Yeah, dude, holy shit. Yeah, the kid from Iron Man 3 um, who to- he who calls Tony the mechanic shows up at the yeah. funeral, which is, I think, a hint Great. of things that are going to come in the future. Really? I think so. I think you do. They wouldn't Avengers. put him there. If he wasn't, especially yeah. with an important oh, I scene thought it was like just that. a callback. Like, hey, remember him? I think I think it could just be a callback. I also think it's a sign of things to come. <clears throat> okay. But I I kind of wouldn't be surprised if he showed up again. But yeah, everyone was there. I like that Nick Fury was the last one you saw, the one who started yeah. this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but afterwards, I was like, wait a second, because we had the Spider-Man trailer in front of this. It's like. Peter Parker should know that that's Nick Fury because they met at Tony's funeral. Well, okay, or maybe so they didn't just talk to each other. Like maybe he's just nervous and like maybe May Aunt May. yeah, or uh, maybe. maybe Nick Fury was on the porch and he was there for maybe like maybe five minutes, and Peter probably saw him at the corner of the eye and was like, "Is that Nick Fury?" And then when he saw him in the better like in the trailer, it's like, "What are you doing here?" Like you're <laughs> like he, he, what, he's still what the 16, 17 year old kid. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm still going to expect him to react that way, especially after tranking his friend. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So wrapping this up, the scene that really got me to cry was Happy and Morgan sitting on the porch and he asked her if she's hungry. And she says, I could eat a cheeseburger, which is a callback to Iron Man 1, which I'm sure you picked up on if you watched it yesterday. Yep. And, yep. I, and he just like, like John, God damn it. John Favreau. Like he just <laughs> nails that scene. He's like, your dad liked cheeseburgers too. I'm going to make sure you have all the cheese. Like, oh, it was just so oh, perfect. Man. Like, yeah, seems- stepping in and. Yeah. I love the first Iron Man because it yeah. started the whole thing. And that's always going to be within like my top favorite movies. But as soon as she said cheeseburger, like, and I didn't rewatch the films going f- into this, but. I had the image of just Tony sitting in the back of the limo looking like just completely done and just going, I want a cheeseburger. And then happy going, we have, you know, we can't do that. We have to keep on a schedule. And he just like, get me a cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah. I considering Happy got his own poster, I'm surprised he was in it just for the funeral scenes, but it was just the right amount of Happy Hogan. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, because we're going to get more of him in like two months. So I'm okay I with that. I can't wait. I was really hoping, though, that they were going to have some scene where, like, where him and Aunt May, like, they don't have a conversation, but they, like, bump into each other and just say, excuse me, or something. Like, I was yeah. waiting for that, okay. especially with the so, trailer. How, yeah. Like, I don't know if Tony would be happy or upset that they start flirting at his funeral. Like, at one hand, I was like, I, I, you think he could be like, uh, what the hell? It's my funeral. Don't be flirting at my funeral. But the other hand, it's Tony Stark. He's like, yeah, you flirt with Aunt May. Like, you go happy. <laughs> Whatever makes happy. Oh, happy. I think it'd be that one. I mean, because I mean, to be perfectly honest, the way that these things start, like you know, like when people like connect, like they they just happen when they happen. Like it doesn't like the the, the scenario doesn't matter. Like yeah. when you connect with somebody, you connect. And I just think it would have been funny to have like Happy and her like just like bump into each other by accident say excuse me they don't have to say anything else to each other they just like walk away from each other but then like happy just kind of like stops i think that would have been cool yeah but at the same time this movie is already three hours long runtime you don't want to add anything right. trivial so i'm curious what deleted scenes if any there are for this movie considering it was three oh, hours yeah. long okay so wrapping everything up they got to return the stones to make sure that yeah everything gets back to normal and those in their timeline. So Cap goes. And it's him, Hulk, Falcon, and Bucky. Mm-hmm. I like that they kind of had to yep. make him be able to pick up Mjolnir because how else are they going to return it to Thor the Dark World? It's a good point. Uh, unless it's Thor doing it, and I don't think Thor would be doing it. Um, no. I kind of, uh, I'm kind of upset we didn't get to see him return the stones because i would love to see the interaction between him and red skull because they have to cross paths again they do have to though so i didn't I, think about that that would have been cool I'm, I'm kind of upset we didn't get to see that maybe okay so for is it red skull that's at the soul stone yes. tower okay yeah do you think maybe the interaction between him and red skull no hang on a second because no never mind my question's just been Okay, debunked in my own thought path. Anyway, um, but I also would like to see. Like, I I would just like to see like a quick montage of him doing putting back all those stones. But at the same time, I think the way they handled him not coming back to that moment in time was handled perfectly. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Because um, you're expecting him to come right back. Yeah, and then he doesn't. Yeah, and then Bucky sees him. I'm kind of sad. Like the worst part of his whole closing is that he didn't have a scene with Bucky. Yeah, I'm ups- I agree. I'm upset about that. I like that it was. I like that he passed the mantle on to Sam. Um, I, I feel- don't know how I feel about that. I think I think I'm pretty lukewarm about that. I thought it was going to be Bucky, but also my thought about that was the way Bucky interacted with him. I think he reached out to Bucky before. Like I feel like Bucky knew. That's fair. Because of the look on like, Bucky's Bucky, face, like, yeah, because yeah, he like, motioned for face. Sam to go forward. Like yeah. I think he got it, and then he also motioned for Sam to take the shield. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, see, to me, I yeah, I just I, I'm yeah. curious to see what their show is going to be now because I think that's a great setup for a story that can't be told in a two hour movie. Like I'm curious to Agreed. see what their six hour miniseries is going to be. 
And I was already excited for that because they have a great dynamic, just the two of them. But after that, I really want to see... Bucky and Sam? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Is I, it only going to be a miniseries? I think all of these shows that Marvel Studios is doing are miniseries. Good. I like that so much better. Because I was afraid that one of them would turn into like a Monster of the Week kind of thing, and I don't want that. No, I think they're trying to get rid of that template in the Marvel stuff. Thank God. I think if Kevin Feige had his way... Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. wouldn't exist anymore. But oh, really? It, but it makes money for ABC. So I'm, I think yeah. I'm done. I, and on that note, I think I'm done with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Really? Why? I don't think they're doing the time jump. What? I think they're ignoring anything that happened in these last two movies. I think they're ignoring the snap and they're ignoring Endgame. And I, I, part of the appeal of that show from the beginning has been that it takes place in this universe. But if they're diverging that much, I'm done. Yeah, I I don't think I'd like that. I, I'll watch it to see what happens, but that that's a deal breaker for me. I was okay with the Marvel stuff not addressing the, the the Marvel Netflix stuff not addressing anything that happened because that's in its own little world. But when you had like the crossovers with Thor: The Dark World or Winter Soldier and Nick Fury coming yeah. in, like that made sense. Like that whole yeah. world made sense and tied in, and they referenced the aliens in New York at the end of at the beginning of infinity war. But now there, it doesn't seem like they're going to address it. So I think I'm done. We'll see what yeah, happens. I agree. But if that, if that's the case, I'm done, but okay. So cap has a wedding ring. <sighs> He's okay. So for me, I didn't, you know, unlike Anna, I didn't say like, Oh, this is going to happen. But when the, when it was confirmed that that was Rogers on the bench as an old man, I I knew 100%. The only reason why he wouldn't come back is if he was able to have a life with Agent Carter. Yeah. That is the only way that would happen. There's no, there's no other person he would ever want to be with. And I don't see him living the single life as like uh, going through and doing all of that. So oh, no. just putting the hand down and like showing the ring was just kind of like confirmation of something that I, that I already assumed was true. Yeah. And yeah. to me, for him to end his storyline like that, I can't think of a better tribute and like a better way to end that character. Yeah. For him. Yeah. It... I read two articles about it, two of which said the ending of Endgame made no sense. <clears throat> that was their title. And it was specifically about this. And the point that they made was that Captain America always completes his mission. There is no way that he would not have come back. What they wanted him to do was come back exactly when he said he would and then ask permission and then go back in time and do it. They think that him going rogue was too out of character. And I don't believe it. I hate it. That's what happens when you have people who aren't fans of the actual thing to write an article on it. Here's the thing, though. I think him going back in time the way he could gave him the opportunity to complete the mission of getting that dance with Peggy. I I agree. I think that he cared more about that than the world that he had just saved. Like he did his part. He, he wanted that life that Tony had and he got it. I'm curious. And I love that they ended with the dance. Mm. Yeah. um, That music, like, I know I've heard that other places up, up. I swear to, I, I swear the horn, the horn section of that song. That's from up. It might be. It might be. 
we'll have to look it up but um we're definitely ending the podcast with that music so oh absolutely um yeah i i really like the ending of this it tied up those two storylines very well i wish we would have had more black widow before they killed her yes definitely uh i'm curious to see what happens with her movie because they keep saying it's a prequel I don't know if it is, but they're doing Taskmaster Master, and David Harbour is going to be in it. Weird. Yeah. But cool. Yeah. We'll know for sure what's really happening with Phase 4 in July. It seems like Comic-Con. Oh, is that when they're announcing everything? Comic-Con or D23. I think they're announcing everything. So I got a question. Yes. Uh, earlier in the podcast, you said something about uh, explaining more about what Captain Marvel was doing when she said about how oh, like, yeah. I've got all these planets to take care of. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. So the she says she's not going to be back for a while. Yeah. And then they're f- having this big battle and she comes in. And I was like, why would she just come back? And then I was like, oh, wait, half the population just came back. So she knows they did something. So she gets her ass yeah. back to Earth. Okay. And that's what she like. That's what like okay. she just comes back. That makes sense. They, they fixed yeah. it. And once it reaches her, she comes back. Like okay. that's that's all I was getting at. OK. So, OK. I just didn't want to leave something. For this, uh, I, I just want to leave something that was. She was know. out destroying the Death Star and <clears throat> killing Palpatine for real this time. Well, yes, I'm just saying. We said before that we would touch on it, and I just yeah. wanted to make sure no, that it was. You, you tie, <clears throat> tying it up with a bow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Any other final things that we want to talk about with Infinity or not Infinity Avengers Endgame? Not really. I loved it. I thought it was so good. I'm not sure. Okay, so this is what I'm, I'm definitely buying, first off, because I like mm-hmm. it that much. I just don't know how many times I'm actually going to watch this. Just because it's... It, just because of one, the it's length. It's a commitment. It's, a, it's that. Plus, it's one of those things where it's like, this is a great story. I saw it. It wrapped everything up. <clears throat> how many more times do I really need to watch this? Yeah. To, you know, just be, just be able to, like, talk about it, to enjoy it. I feel like if I ever do watch this at home, I'm going to be, like, skipping parts because I feel, like, I feel like this is one that i could start watching when i have nothing else to watch and then step away from it and then come back to it yeah at that same point and just keep watching like yeah yeah um okay so one last thing i want to talk about is so they're five years in the future yeah is it a little too convenient that all of peter barker's friends got dusted and are in high school still yeah okay so <sighs> that's that's something that i kind of wanted to bring up yeah um, yeah so half the population's gone yes now it wasn't and from what i saw from how they showed like people disappearing it wasn't like it was an even dusting but it wasn't even across everything so like you could have had and so like you could have had like the entirety of chambersburg just completely disappears but only like a fourth of Hagerstown goes. And these yeah. are all local towns for us, just so people know. Like Chambersburg's a local town, Hagers uh um are the ones uh uh a local town. So like you could have had all of Chambersburg just wiped with like one person remaining. And then you could have only had maybe like ten people in Hagerstown go poof yeah. and everybody else is still there. So you could have had an entire high school population go poof while another high school wasn't touched. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I can kind of see Go, that, but back. they're going to need to address it in Homecoming. Yeah. They have to. Yeah, I'm really excited for Far From Home. Far uh, From Home is what yeah. I meant. Yeah. The, yeah. Fa- the fact that the, it they have said, they said months ago that it picks up right after 
Endgame, like it'll pick up with that scene with him and Ned. So they'll yeah. probably yeah. explain it right then and there. Yeah. Um, and from the looks of the trailer, I only recognize Peter, Ned, MJ, and Flash. Like those are the four that I recognize. I yeah. just so it might be different kids. I just thought of something. It's yes. been five years. They were talking about in the support group that people have had to find different jobs that well that some people have what if okay so it's been five years so you're talking depending on how bad an area was hit or how less an area was hit school probably was still working so it's been five years so all so anybody who wasn't snapped is still continuing to go through the grade levels and probably graduate so then him and ned and like a few other people show up for school all of the other kids were probably just kids that didn't get snapped and they were just going up in like age. Mm-hmm. So it's not that all of these teenagers just appeared. It's just the kids that did just appear, they're going back to school in the same grade they did five years ago because yeah. they haven't aged. Yeah. Right. So, so maybe that could be it. That's why yeah, it seems I, like... I'm really know. interested. Like They really set up a second Spider-Man movie very well in this with him having to yeah. Tony being gone. Mm-hmm dealing with the implications of being gone for five years. And we don't know if May was gone for that long and what it's going to, what that did for her. Like if she was snapped or not, because I can, I can see her not being snapped and having to live for five years without Peter. Like even that would have been terrible. And with Ben being gone and like, yeah. Like Like what that does to her. Like maybe that's when she got together with happy. Maybe. So that would have been awesome. Um, yeah, I'm excited for Far From Home. Mm-hmm. Me too. Same here. Absolutely. Especially because Michael And Yeet... this is the official end of, of Phase 3, right? Far From Home is, yes. Yeah. Er, so Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And then we don't know what's going to happen in Phase 4. I know they're doing the Eternals. Guardians 3 is supposed to be coming out eventually after yeah. Suicide Squad, whatever. Um, yeah. Did you guys see Drax in this? I didn't see Drax. Yeah, Drax. Right? Yeah, I saw Drax. He might have just been moving very slow. Stop it with this joke. <laughs> okay, I did see Drax, and he was wearing a shirt at the funeral, which I thought was a nice touch. Yes, yes, it was actually because he has sensitive nipples. Yes, I think that about does it for Avengers yeah. Endgame. Until next time, I'm Alan. I'm Ryan, and I'm Devin, and we'll see you next week. Day.